Welcome to the 14th episode of Sauced on Beer Barbecue. I'm your host, Kevin, joined here by my co-host, Alex. Alex? Kevin? What's up? Not much. We're doing good. How are you? Oh, fantastic. Always looking forward to a day of podcasting with you. Yeah, you should feel special. Smiling. I know nobody can see it or hear it. They can't. I have a pretty even-keeled voice, but... You do. We don't know when you're excited or... We know when you're angry, but I've never, you know. How am I when I'm angry? Angry. Should we introduce our guest? Or should we just let him sit over there in silence? <laughs> Let's there. not let him talk. Okay. The whole time, we will not let our guest talk. But, to the... Nope, stop but, it. Stop. But, Every single one of those is going to be edited down. But You guys are going to listen to very long blank segments of when he is talking. <laughs> No, that'd be rude. <laughs> so, our guest today, back again to join us, is not Barbecue Brad. Is How many times has he been on the show? Twice. Is this the second time, or this is the third time? Wait, this guest? Yes. This guest is twice. So, this is the third time? No, this is the second time. Two times. He's been and on he twice. hasn't been on twice. Well, this is the second time on it. All right, our guest today is Whiskey Guy. No, it's Scotch Guy. Oh, wait, it's Are you Scotch. Kidding? What do you mean? We should just start this all over. You, coi- no. you coined that term. I did. Uh, we made such a big deal at it. It's Scotch Guy. It's Scotch Guy. Hi, Scotch Guy. Hi, Hello. Scotch Guy. Gosh, it's good to be back. I've had too much whiskey already. <laughs> you need a stop. You've had a lot of whiskey already. I've only had oh. less than four glasses. Two. You're not uh, wrong. You're on number three right now. This is Are number three. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's been a yeah. long day. It has been a long That's day. True. And you don't need to go anywhere. You live in the secret underground bunker where we record I do. these. I do. So, Scotch Guy. Yes. Thanks for coming and Dude, talking with us me. today. I'm excited about it. Um be a good episode. It will be. This is a, a fun fun episode. We're starting our St. Patrick's Day festivities. Early. Early. This Very early. It's still February, <laughs> but with the timing and all that of St. Patrick's Day and the amount of shows that we wanted to have, we figured we need to start now. So we're not setting out a uh, St. Patrick's Day episode the first week of April, because that wouldn't make sense. No, this makes more sense. Indeed, it would not. So today's show on St. Patrick's Day will be on Irish whiskeys. Well, let's tell them the plan. Okay, you tell so, them the plan. We we thought it'd be fun to do a month-long March celebration and celebration of St. Patrick's Day. Um, since it is traditionally, at least lately, a uh, very alcohol-intensive celebration. <laughs> so we thought we'd grab hold of that and talk we about We grabbed it by the throat. Mm-hmm. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> so violent. We grabbed it by the throat, and we made a plan. We thought it'd be fun to do three episodes to kind of fit in with our namesake. Uh, we're going to do an Irish whiskey episode. Even though it is not bourbon, it's the bourbon of Ireland. Um, so that's the close enough. bourbon of Ireland. Yeah, that's what I'm calling it. So that we that's can count blasphemy. With our... <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that bourbon is the Irish whiskey of America. I think that's blasphemy, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine They're with They're both that. blasphemous, but I'm pretty sure Irish whiskey just call is them way whiskey. older. Just okay. whiskey. So we're going to do Irish whiskey, whiskey, and then we're going to do an what? Irish beer episode, and then, you guessed it, an Irish barbecue episode. Which, 
I'm excited about. I think that's the one I'm most excited about, the Why? barbecue. What? Just because you get to eat. Because I get to eat good right. barbecue. <laughs> yeah, Brad will be on for that one. He's a... Uh... Oh, Does he know what he's making yet? No. Can I come for that one and just not talk? Just hang out. We'll just see. Just sit outside. I just we'll hang see. out. The door of the bunker. Yeah. I'll bring, kind of I'll bring beer. Oh. Maybe we'll let him come. We do have one extra microphone. Do we? Yeah. Do we have a stand? Yeah. I can bring a stand. I have mic stands. Okay, moving on. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how well you do today, I just wanna, Scotch guy. I just want to eat. I don't have to talk. I just want to eat the barbecue. <laughs> it's always so good. It really I know. Is. So... Like Alex said, those are our three shows. That's our game plan for the next few weeks. Um, That'll be fun. It will be. I'm excited about. It. I'm excited about the whiskeys today. I'm excited about the beers. I'm excited about the barbecue. I'm gonna see. Excited where Brad's gonna take that. I'm gonna tell him. I don't want to know, but I do want to know. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, because you can't keep a secret. I can't keep a secret. Or wait to find yeah. a secret. I'm just antsy. So, St. Patrick's Day. Um, just a quick history on why we celebrate it. Which I was shocked to find out. It wasn't until like the 60s where it became a popular um, festivities like it is nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was one, it was never about the drinking. It was never about the dressing up in green um, or anything like that. It was a religious holiday. Um, it was started by, obviously... St. Patrick. Well, well, celebrated because of him. Yeah, it. because of him. <laughs> it wasn't actually started. Yeah, he was just wasted once. <laughs> he's, he's like, like he's, I need a Celebrate me. <laughs> no. So it was interesting to find out he actually died, they think, on March 17th, um, which is why we celebrate St. Patrick's Day on March 17th. Uh, but he lived in Ireland, um, but he wasn't actually a native Ar- Irishman. He actually lived in... Great Britain, um, and was kidnapped from his parents. And (laughs) (laughs) that's so sad. Um, He got back. He did, and but he went back to Ireland. He escaped, and um, we were kind of just reading some stuff and watching that video. And they said that he really just focused on his religion and all that kind of stuff. And when he got free from his captives, he decided he needed to bring. Catholicism to Christianity. Catholicism. Just quoting the video. Right. Catholicism. He's a saint <laughs> in the Catholic Church. Uh to Ireland so that because they were all druids worshiping trees. <laughs> you need to stop. What? <laughs> what is wrong with me quoting history like that? You've had too much to drink. That's I am not. Druids are real people. Oh my gosh. They worship trees. <laughs> This is not what the native Irelandies. Maybe I've had too much to drink. Look it up. Okay, let's move on. I feel like I Fine. need to catch he up. He came back. <laughs> he came back. He made a lot of churches. Yes. It was a big deal. Remember that guy. video? They just started plopping just those churches. Guy. By the <laughs> way, all of what Kevin is saying came from a four-minute cartoon video that he showed his fifth graders <laughs> yesterday. So We'll post it in the show. <laughs> <laughs> they actually can't watch it because we have a paid subscription to that. Oh, no. Yeah, unfortunately. That's what you paid for that video. <laughs> <laughs> the school paid for it. And we watch other videos from them, too. They didn't uh, cite any sources. They have it here. It's that robot from the video. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Alex did put he in the notes knows. a Wikipedia page. So, I mean, at least mine is... Wikipedia's got some legit stuff. It's not okay. what it used to be. So, 
we have decided that we're doing whiskeys in honor of the St. Patrick's and all that kind of stuff. I think that's enough history on St. Patrick. Yeah. I mean, unless you think of anything else, look it up. I mean, and I guess we have three, two other shows. We can talk a little bit more about the modern day St. Patrick's day and the crazy things. We can talk about the one St. Patrick's day I actually went to celebrate in Dogtown, which is a large Irish community here in St. Louis. Um, have you ever been to the St. Patrick's Day Parade in Dogtown? Guy? I have not. No, I haven't. I've lived in St. Louis my whole life. And I've never been. Alex, it's like the most chaotic thing. Because <laughs> it's literally a neighborhood with about 1,500 houses in it. Hmm. And like the entire neighborhood just shuts down. Hmm. And there's no in or out of the neighborhood. Like You have to walk to the houses, and people like open up their houses, and you just drink beer on their front porch, and they have a parade. And Interesting. There's actually a legit dude that walks around the neighborhood as St. Patrick and comes into everybody's houses and blesses their house. And hmm. The honorary St. Patrick. Of yeah, Bowie. yeah. That sounds kind of stressful to me, so I'm going to I'm gonna drink in my backyard. It, it is terrible. <laughs> I think that's a good lead-in to us needing some drink now. Oh, yeah. Um, so St. Patrick's Day, it's always coming kind of in between Lent um, for the Catholics and all that kind of stuff. So... If you're a Catholic and you're not drinking alcohol, we're sorry. Um, Bummer. But we're going to drink alcohol because we're not Catholic. In your honor. Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny, though, um, kind of thinking about the whole St. Patrick's Day thing, that last year St. Patrick's Day fell on a Friday, and the Catholics all go to the fish fry because they can't eat the red meat and all that. And they had to get a special decree by the Pope or the Archbishop of uh, the Church to say that they could eat their cabbage and... um, Corned beef, and corned cabbage. beef, yeah. Was like, it worth it? <laughs> I guess it was. I've not had corned beef and cabbage, so. Well, actual corned beef and cabbage is pretty legit. Okay, but you don't want to go to like, like a chain Irish pub and have it. Like you would want to go somewhere that's like actually, like, has has some roots in making it. I prefer gotcha. fish and chips. Yeah, if I'm thinking of authentic Irish flair. Dude, want... shepherd's pie, man. Oh yeah, dude, you can't. Um, Fallon's off of Olive. It's a it's a pub, and their shepherd's pie is really really good. Yeah, Irish food is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, well, most Irish food. There's some strange stuff. It's good to drink with. Oh yeah, haggis. <laughs> Isn't it Scottish? I'm sure Irish. I'm sure they're all eating weird sheep intestines. Um, Lots of sheep over there, man. There are. Not the most sheep in the world, though. Most sheep in the world is in New Zealand. What a fun... <laughs> There's like... <laughs> Why do you know that? Because I have yeah. friends that live in New Zealand. And really? like... I mean, yeah. you want to see them. Because they live in freaking New Zealand. Oh, that's awesome. But like the amount of sheep to people in New Zealand is like... Ridiculous. There's like a hundred sheep for every one person in New Zealand. Wow. Yeah. Sounds so... But it has nothing to do with St. Patrick's Day. So let's let's get back. Let's focus. I feel like we're just everywhere tonight. So far. But that's okay, because we've got two more episodes besides this one to talk about St. Patrick's Day. So, Irish whiskey. Mm. Um, what makes it different than bourbon? Which is kind of in our name stay. Mm-hmm. Um, they know that. Yeah. It's different than bourbon. 
but it's probably closer. Well, it's a lot closer to bourbon than scotch is to bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always thought it kind of in between, and I've only ever said that just based on flavor. Yeah. Um. It's yeah. I've I've always found it to be kind of an in between a, a bourbon and a and a scotch, but yeah, it's got its own little set of rules. I think it's one of the few like regulated. You have to follow these rules to be able to say this. this like bourbon, like scotch, and I guess Japanese whiskey, too. Is that a regulated namesake? I couldn't make Japanese whiskey here in St. Louis and call it Japanese whiskey, probably. I have no idea. Well, I mean, yes and no. You can also, like, there is one distillery in the world that makes scotch that's not in Scotland, and it's actually in Japan. You're allowed to do that? It's been, like, certified. Like, I guess the the kings of scotch met in <laughs> The they had a board Japan. meeting and voted on it probably i don't know but that's... there's a distillery in japan that makes scotch and oh. apparently it's like really really good that's disappointing yeah there's only one though that's the only for dist- now uh, it's f- the gateway distillery to no longer having <laughs> labels and rules what kind of anarchy are we living in well, i mean just like bourbon you don't know where you bourbon branched from. out from kentucky in the south yeah, but and bourbon is america's drink mm-hmm. like it never had to be made in kentucky everyone thinks it's kentucky's drink yeah, right well, that's but, why they should listen to our podcast but it's bourbon it's not scotch scotch has the name scotch which is from scotland that's like true. i mean there's a place called bourbon like there's literally bourbon county mm-hmm. bourbon missouri bourbon street that's true all right okay touche all anyway, right. Irish whiskey. Irish whiskey. <laughs> so, <laughs> whiskey for Irish is spelled much different than whiskey for Americans, so um, which we've talked about in the past shows. Mm-hmm. We'll just do a quick refresher. Okay. Um, whiskey in Ireland spelled with an E. Mm-hmm. Whiskey in America spelled without the E. There's only one major distiller in the United States that spells it with the E, and that would be Maker's Mark. Um, Bill Samuels yeah. was a irishman so it's towards his irish roots um it was, th- it was intentional yeah it, it wasn't, wasn't just like oh no. whiskey because it's how i know i spell it he was yeah like, i'm gonna spell it like irish whiskey yeah um i thought it was interesting to find out that whiskey means water of life it's mm-hmm. gaelic for that which is funny because vodka means life water in russia ah. russian well in russia too whiskey is the water of life right and i think we all knew that deep down in our hearts but it's nice to have that confirmed <laughs> Yes. So some something interesting is that if if we're saying overseas or at least in the I mean Ireland and James in uh Ireland and Scotland are right next to each other, right? You would right. think that Scotch would spell its whiskey with an E as well. But it doesn't. Like this bottle of Scotch right here is yeah, which spelled I'd, like an American whiskey. We do need to e. bring up you did come tonight and you brought an Irish whiskey. But you still had to bring a bottle of scotch with you. I, you know what? I did. I brought a bottle of scotch. And before we dive into that, I think I think we should go around and say what we all have in our glasses right now. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Kevin, you just killed yours. What were you drinking? Uh, I was drinking, oh my gosh, Bell Mead. Uh, before that, I was drinking, I don't remember. 46. 46. Make us mark 46 because it was the American Irish whiskey. (laughs) The most American thing you could think of. Yes. Next to Jack, good old Jack Daniels. Yes. Um, Just kidding. Unfortunately. But no, uh, I said I wanted something that was like Irish whiskey, but not like Irish whiskey that was a bourbon. And 
That's why I went with the Maker's Mark. It couldn't be further from Irish whiskey. Guy, what do you have? Um, I am currently drinking uh, Glen Levet 18. Which you got as an uh, which, engagement uh, gift? Yes, I did. I got it from Todd, um, which I'm going to tell Todd to come listen to your podcast because he will, because Todd's awesome. But yeah, Todd just wanted to celebrate my uh, coming of age and engagement this May 12th. And uh, bought me a bottle of really, really nice scotch. And it is really good. <laughs> Todd sounds like a cool guy. We were just talking about this before the show, and we've talked about it before, but people who like whiskey are the coolest people in the world. They are. Mm-hmm. They just want to share. Well, people who like beer and bourbon and barbecue and whiskey and all those things are just cool people. They are. Something, They're friendly. Something I was telling Alex was, it's interest. I think part of the reason it's such a friendly culture, because if you look at other hobbies like... People who build, you know, they build up their their trucks or their cars or people who, I'm a musician, people who, you know, play music or are in the arts. It's a, there's a lot of like personal, there's a lot of personal investment in that because it's like, oh, it was your ideas. But when you're drinking, I have no personal attachment to the Glen Levette 18 year or the Jameson Caskmates or the awful bottle of whatever whatever scotch you have over there grant's blended <laughs> from france <laughs> i i have there's no personal ties to any of that stuff so it i think it's kind of frees people up to just be like yeah let's enjoy this together it's funny because i think the exact opposite though like i think there are personal ties but that's why i want to share it with you because this brings me happiness like that bottle of elmer t lee that i was letting you try oh, that was like, real good that brings me happiness that I'm happy I get to share with you something that you won't go out and buy, right. you know, that... You well, know. I guess there's no ego attached right. to it for you because you didn't distill it, right. you know? I bet if you got a bunch of... I bet if you got... Not not that he's around, but I bet if you got John Jameson and the master distiller of Glen Levette and, and, and Bill Samuels all in a room together, they would... It would. It'd probably be a pretty heated discussion. It'd be a damn good time. It would be awesome, though. Oh It'd be yeah, amazing time. Get them on. They're Imagine dead. what all three of those guys would so. distill. Like if they got together, like it would. It would be, be a, a magic world whiskey. Yeah, Earth whiskey. Earth whiskey. <laughs> okay, we let's move on. Alex. It would not be distilled anywhere else in the galaxy. It'd be a druid whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> it's of the earth. <laughs> Worship the trees. <laughs> Oh, God. All right, Alex, what are you drinking? No offense to any druids out there. (laughs) Do you think druids listen to our show? I hope so. That's definitely a market we need to get in. (laughs) If you are a druid, contact us so we can get you onto our show and you can tell us about the trees. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. And so we can apologize to you because we've probably offended you. But it's okay. It's all right. All right. What are you drinking? Well, I've just poured. I'm not going to say what because that's going to lead into our next segment. But so far, I've only had the Glen Glen Levesque. Lynn and Lynn what did you feel about it's it? It's not bad. Um, again, I'm still not a big scotch guy because um, we have another scotch guy here, but it's not my favorite in general as a category. But this one is pretty good. It's the space side, which we said on our scotch episode. Um, that seems to be the region that I enjoy the most. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little lighter. It's a little sweeter, more akin to bourbon or American whiskey um, with really mild peaniness, which... That's the part I just don't like. So that that's really good. It's really smooth. Um, yeah. It's a good bottle. Yeah. So finishing up about whiskey, what the difference is between them. Now that we've, you guys know what we're drinking and all that kind of stuff. Um, Irish whiskey is done in a copper pot still. Um, it's 
what it's done in different types of barrels. You were telling me, guy. Yeah. Sherry barrels, bourbon barrels. Doesn't have to be a oak barrel. Um, yeah, because yeah. where bourbon needs to be a new charred right. oaked barrel to be called bourbon. Irish whiskey just needs to be in a wood container. Right. Right. I mean, it, it's pretty standard. Sherry oak, which sherry is a type of oak. Mm-hmm. If I'm, I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure. And, uh, and then there's they usually do it in bourbon barrels. Now, Jameson has been doing some interesting stuff with um, different type of uh, different types of barreling with their Irish whiskeys. Yeah. Like sitting in front of me, we have a bottle of their Caskmate series, which they um, they distill the whiskey, they barrel it, and I don't know if it is finished in the or it's it is finished in these barrels. The um, beer barrels. Or okay, yeah, it's finished. It says that right there. So, so it's not. It doesn't live the entire it. The Maturation. entirety of it, yeah. 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 Which, we'll get to this in a minute, but I'm really excited about that Castmates. And we'll get to yeah. it in a second, why yeah. why we're really excited about it. it yeah. It's a really cool project that they're doing. Yeah. Um, but I think kind of the other thing, too, along with the wood and all that kind of stuff, is Irish whiskey is different than scotch because it's not using the same materials. Scotch uses barley that's starting to sprout. Um, Irish whiskey uses unmalted or malted barley. Um, and it's kiln dried, different than yeah. Scotch, which is peat smoked and yep. dried, um, which gives it that peaty taste to yeah. it. Which is really, to me, the biggest yeah. difference between Scotch and yeah, like this space side. The only difference between like a say a like a shale dig space side or a uh, and like a, a regular Jameson is because they're about the same. Uh, same cost. Yeah. yeah, I think the space side's a little smoother, and there's there's a little bit of smoky there, a little bit of peat, but it's mm-hmm. not harsh. But it's enough that it, I don't taste it in the Jameson at all. Yeah. Um. So tip. That's why Alex goes back to what Alex was saying earlier about how Jameson is a really good bridge between bourbon drinkers and Scotch drinkers. Mm-hmm. Um. Generally, if like I think that Kevin. You, if you continue to drink Jameson, the more scotches you drink, like to, in addition to, you'll start to like scotch more. Yeah. Because I think it'll get you used to it. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's funny because, like, the more bourbons I drink, the more I appreciate Jameson, mm. which we'll get to in a second because that's actually what we're going to try in a second. Spoilers. Sorry. Um, the last difference between scotch and Irish whiskey and bourbon is scotch is distilled twice, Irish whiskeys are distilled three times. Which is funny because that's what Woodford's distilled. They're distilled three times in their copper stills. Yeah, um, yeah they have the three copper so stills. Into it. I know. Irish whiskey also uses copper stills. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So copper stills. Yeah, so it's it's interesting to see the differences between all three of these and how mm-hmm. much they are alike but yet different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, such different products. And I think that's so cool because I think that's what makes all of it so unique. Mm-hmm. Some of the other, just the real quick, um, hard and fast rules for it being called an Irish whiskey. Um, needs to be stilled at a strength less than 94.8% ABV. Um, has to be uh, aged at least three years, which I, I was wrong earlier when we were talking about it. This is saying at least three years, and again, any wooden cask doesn't have to be oak. Um, some size limits to that for some reason um they are allowed to add water or plain caramel color which is weird because bourbon is so against that yeah you cannot add anything to bourbon 
you have to let the barrel do Aside everything. From this water. Right. Yeah. Um, so they're they're allowed to add some color. Um and it needs to be at least eighty proof. Yeah. Or forty percent ABV. Um when it's in the bottle. So that's the same as bourbon. Yeah. And probably the same as scotch. I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember what we talked about. Scotch generally has to be uh, you're gonna this guy is 86 I know proof. they're usually lower. That's probably yeah. the same thing. I thought it was all under 100 or like 90-something. Uh-huh. I don't think that I've seen any 100. I know it has to be at least 80. Okay. Well, so I think that's, that's for all because I think once it drops below 80, it becomes a liqueur. Okay. I was literally getting ready to make a joke about Yeah, but I think that's... Unless actually, it's an orange liqueur. Yeah, but I think that's actually what it is. I think that's really? below uh, 80 proof is a liqueur then. But, yeah, but I'm would, not 100% sure. That would put think, it at yeah. around like 30%. Like I yeah. think brandy, which I don't know much about brandy. If any, we, if we're not any, fancy enough for that. If there are any brandy listeners or connoisseurs out there, please don't hate me for this. But I'm pretty sure brandy is considered a liqueur. Yeah. Because it's it's a pretty low proof. Yeah. Um, I don't. So this is sweet. interesting. Um, this is saying that maturation has to take place on iron. Right. It doesn't say... Distillation has to take place wow. in Ireland. That's interesting. I don't know if that's just this article that's missing that piece, if that's technically correct. I wish I'd noticed that earlier. I would have looked that up, but that's I I guess there's a possibility it could be distilled one place, brought to Ireland, and then aged in Ireland. Mm. Okay, enough talk about this. Yes. Yeah. Let's drink it. Right. So the first one of what we're trying is just the original Jameson whiskey. Um this was actually the first Irish whiskey I ever had. Me too. I thought it was disgusting um, when I first tried <laughs> it. Um, Lucas actually brought the bottle over. This is actually his bottle um, yeah, that he's left Thanks, here. Thanks, Lucas. Thanks, Lucas. Um, he's left it here since I moved into this house. Um, so actually longer than that. I think this is probably You've a had this for a three- while. to four-year-old bottle of jameson oh so it keeps aging right exactly <laughs> um in the green bottle it keeps aging it's better every year <laughs> maybe um so jameson is the original irish whiskey uh 1608 one of the first distilleries in ireland um john jameson was the uh distiller he owned it um according to legend a giant bird flew and attacked one of his carts with uh barrels in it and he decided to climb up the mountain and defeat the bird to save his barrels. Have you all not seen that commercial? No. I was going to say, if you're <laughs> no. making that up, I'm so impressed right now. No. So Jameson probably f- so maybe six years ago had these ridiculous commercials about how the legend of John Jameson, how he made his bourbon and how it became so... His whiskey. His whiskey. Yeah, or his whiskey. Yeah, not Irish bourbon. Whiskey. It's not bourbon. It's all right. Whiskey. I'm looking Kevin. at bourbon... Kevin calls all whiskey bourbon. Yeah. Kevin's a, a bourbon supremacist. <laughs> Weren't you doing that last time? I was. You the were with rye. The, yeah. <laughs> the owl rye, the owl which rye. I want to apologize to uh, Dixon Deadman if he ever listens. I've, I've got some. It's oh. like, oh, yeah, this this, Actually, uh, this rye bourbon more. we have here. I'm like, no, it's just rye. <laughs> yeah. So this this Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but they made like all these ridiculous claims and all that kind of stuff. And it was just silliness, nonsensical silliness. So Irish folklore, man. It is. It is. So, gentlemen, what do you think so far? Mild smell. Yeah. Florally, a little spicy. Like, yeah, just a little bit. Like, there's a lot of different flavors there, but they're all very mild. 
a little bit of sweetness, but not a ton. So actually, the Jameson says that the distiller wasn't actually created till 1780. So he was probably distilling prior to that, but they didn't actually have the Jameson distillery, like the actual building, until 1780. He was making that make you go blind drink. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe he wasn't the first one. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that Middleton is one of the is one of the if not the oldest distilleries in Ireland. Did I say what did I say? Did I say 1608? I honestly don't remember. I should have been listening to you because you okay, probably hold got on, it wrong. back up. 1608 was the first one, and that's the first the one. What first distillery? First original Irish Ireland? Dist- yes, okay. Which is the Bushmill? Gotcha. Okay. This is 1780. Okay. So he was not the first. I'm going to retract that statement from earlier. Take it back. File an official retraction. Um, but he's the one I think that put Irish Dang. whiskey on the map. Yeah, I mean, it used to be the like the drink of the world. Like it was mm-hmm. just a really common trade drink. That and Irish rum whiskey in general. Yeah, Irish whiskey and rum. Um, when you had all the the East India Trading Company. Shout out to all my Pirates of the Caribbean fans out there. I love. We rum. just brought that up a couple weeks ago. Why is the rum gone? <laughs> I like their bottle. It's a very classy, like fancy bottle. The Jameson bottle? Yeah. Like yeah. I, I love the seal on it. I really it. love the screw tap. I am not screw a big cap. fan of that. <laughs> but it, yeah, I was being I mean, sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like most Irish whiskeys have that now. A red breast is not. Yeah. Neither does Middleton. Which I was going to get us a red breast. You should have. I would have if I was could have tried it. Everyone I talk to, which if there are any listeners out there that are wanting to send us a bottle of, <laughs> of Red Breast, do it. Um, but I have I have talked to a lot of people and whiskey connoisseurs and not who rave about the Red Breast. Like they're yeah. like, it's. I, I was tempted to buy a bottle, but so I posted in a couple whiskey groups about this, like what Irish whiskey should we look at and all that kind of stuff. Red Breast came up a lot. Um, Yellow Spot, Green Spot, Powers, Bushmill, um, Tulamurdu. 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 Yeah, got tongue tied on that. That came up a bunch. Um, I mean, I feel like everybody's got their favorite, just like bourbon. Like, everybody's got their favorite bourbon Mm -hmm. that they like. There's not as many Irish whiskeys, though. No. Really? Yeah. What, 16, I think? 16, 12? Yeah. And you have distilleries. And, and you have yeah. subsidiaries within distilleries. Like right. Redbreast is actually distilled in Middleton Distillery, mm-hmm. which Middleton is like that's like really top notch. I actually once had a bottle. Uh, I had a drink of a, I think it was a twenty year Middleton or like twenty one or something. And it was to date that's the smoothest whiskey I've ever had. It was unbelievable. What do you think, guys? Taste is really good. Um, a lot more flavor than there is aroma. Yeah. Um, it's just a good, light, sweet vanilla. I'm getting some honey, a little nuttiness out of it. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, I am looking at the notes on the website, but I get what it says yeah. on there. Um, I I like it. It's For the price, it's a good, smooth, easy to sip. I wonder so if this would have been... food, too. Yeah, if this would have been a fresh crack, I wonder if we'd get more of an aroma, a nose aroma on it. You... You wouldn't, in my experience, because I I've right. I started with Irish whiskeys, um, specifically Jameson, and it always it never really has much of a, a scent. It's it smells like a whiskey, right. nothing doesn't smell like any bourbon you would 
bourbon typically has a really strong scent. And yeah. I feel like bourbon's darker than Yeah. I, yeah well, I mean, if this we is... We didn't talk about that, but yeah. If this, this is, is four years old, that goes back... I mean, it's going to come out of the barrel almost white. Yeah. So it goes back to what Alex said earlier about... the difference with the corn and the grains that they use. Yeah. Well, yeah. barley is, is not as... Uh, I mean, that doesn't have as much coloring. Like that bottle of... Uh, um, Lafroig seven year that mm-hmm. we got. Yeah, or was it an eight? Eight. Eight. Yeah. Eight year. Yeah. Eight was year. it the Lagavulin? It sort of was. It was Lagavulin, uh, not Lafroig. Yeah. And that was super that looked clear. It looked like piss. It did. Like it looked. Ex- it was like super you're a clear. Dehydrated. Yeah. Not that bad. Yeah. It it didn't it didn't look anything like the Belvenny or the Glenlivet or it didn't have a very good color to it. I I didn't like it first crack, but as it kept going. Um, but uh, I mean, a super young whiskey is not going to yeah. have much color to it, which yeah. is why I guess they're allowed to. If it's, if it's a four-year minimum, yeah, mm-hmm. three-year minimum, that's why they're allowed to add color to it. You yeah. do make a good point though, because like we said, we you've had this bottle for a couple of years now, yeah, and we've talked before, and I've been noticing more and more how even a couple of weeks of a bottle being open, I can tell a difference. Right. So I'd be really interested to try a bottle next to this, a, a new bottle. I wonder when it. we try the castmates if we'll have that different. If it'll have a stronger taste. Because I feel like it's very mild. Very just almost bland. Easy easy drinking. Yeah. But like it's just it's missing that, you know, like that corn bite that you get with bourbon and all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Like that tip of your tongue. The Kentucky Huck. I mean, that's what it – it's missing that warmth to me. Um, Yeah. I think that's why most people – if if someone's going to do a shot – you don't you don't go do shots of bullet because right. it's like <laughs> well I'm pretty sure there are people that do shots of bullet <laughs> well good for them but if I'm gonna do just a shot of something I'm gonna do an Irish whiskey because it's gonna be a lot cheaper I, I appreciate Scotch too much to shoot it and right. Irish whiskey Jameson's particularly is the only drink that I'll drink on the rocks I drink everything else neat but Jameson if I want to drink some if I want a cold whiskey drink I'll go to a bar and order Jameson on the rocks and it's good it doesn't taste nasty like yeah. it is a very mild tasting whiskey i do really want to try this on the rocks with food i think it, that would be good it's good we don't good. know what kind of food we Fish can do chips. when we have the oh irish car bombs that's I'm what really i want <laughs> so how do you define an irish car bomb guinness and jameson okay you fill your glass up with enough jameson okay. or i'm sorry you do a shot of jameson and you fill your glass up with a four of guinness Okay. Um, and then you drop your Jameson into it and you chug it, throw it back. Is it right? See, that makes a lot of sense, and I've heard that before. The only Irish car bomb I had was made on a New Year's Eve party, and it was there was literally he brought in a he brought in a milk crate of different whiskeys and liqueurs, dumped them all in, mixed them with a punch and Red Bull, and it was this glowing green color. And he, I mean, he was an actual drink. He used to be a bartender. And, dude, those things were wicked. I mean, it was, I, I don't even know what all was in it, but it was very ridiculous. It was a cool color, though. It literally glowed. I like this. I, I definitely like this. I do, too. I would like to have a bottle of this. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to go buy another bottle. I want to try the Castmates and see maybe if I want to get a bottle of that. With with a $2 difference. Yeah. You know, I I think the Castmates is good. Um I haven't ever I have I've never AB'd them though, so I'm interested to after yeah. trying the standard yeah. straight label Jameson to try the this is the Cask Make Stout edition 
Well, hold on, hold on. We're, we'll get to it in a second. Okay. We're going to take a break real okay. quick because we're going to do castmates and we've got one more to try after that. Um, so we'll take a quick break and then we'll be back. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you're interested in seeing what beer, bourbon, and barbecue was up to before we started a podcast, you can see all the exciting adventures on Instagram at beer underscore bourbon underscore BBQ. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on the show and our adventures outside of podcasting. Be sure to check out our cool shirts and stickers available on our website, shopbeerbourbonbbq.com. We're back trying Irish whiskeys. We just finished up our Jameson, the original Jameson. Now we're doing Jameson Cast Strength, or cast not ca- Cast Mate, not Cast Strength. Um, this is the Stout Edition, um, which I am super excited about. Uh, I wish we had a stout to pair this with. I do too. I didn't. We, didn't do we this well. completely missed that one. We'll just have to do like a Jameson episode or something. Well, and you would have to figure out. Like, there's so many different types of stouts that have so many different flavors. Like, I mean, so you could follow that with, like, a stout episode. But I would go... We could just do a stout episode and compare this. I would go with just... I'd want to go original Guinness stout. That'd be a good classic. Just, like, like try that. That'd be a good pairing. Um, Are you going to... Make sure you pour it the right way, though. There's try. The hard pour? I don't know. There's, There's a very... And this is another episode. Well, so we'll, well move forward. We'll get to that. We'll get to the beers. But pouring Guinness is like, like if you go to Ireland and pour a Guinness the wrong way, like they'll kill it, you. It, yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. And apparently, I've talked to people that flew overseas. They've drank Guinness their whole life. They like it, and they go overseas and try Guinness, and they're like, it tastes night and day different. It's warm too. Apparently, it's better. They they serve it at a okay, we, we, lower temperature. Anyway, save it for the beers. Yes, whiskey. Save it for the whiskey. We're on whiskeys. So this the Caskmates. What they're doing it's it's pretty cool. Um, this and they also have a Caskmates IPA edition. So what they're doing is they're partnering up with craft breweries and they're aging their regular Jameson. They're finishing it, so they age it. Uh, minimum of four years, I think, is their regulations for regular Jameson. So I don't know if. They age this longer, but whatever they do before it's bottled, it's aged in the stout edition is in Irish craft beer seasoned barrels. Stout um, seasoned oak barrels. Mm-hmm. So they're aging it in a barrel that has aged a stout beer to pick up some of those flavors. Um, they're their most recent one, the IPA edition. Like I said, they're actually partnering up with a uh, with Four Hands at St. Louis Brewery. Um, and I think Four Hands is doing is aging some of their own products in mm-hmm. Jameson barrels. I don't know all the details. But we weren't privy to that information. We weren't, and it's probably out there, and we just didn't find it. But it's not pretty out cool. There. But yeah, it's really cool. I think it's awesome that a local brewery here is getting some national attention. I mm-hmm. think um, Four Hands has got some amazing stuff. Yeah, that's a um, great brewery. Yeah. So, gentlemen, what do you think of the castmates so far? Smelling it, what'd you think? I think first scent, it smells, uh, it's different. I'm getting some brown sugar scent out of it with a little bit of fruitiness. It's not, I'm not getting, I'm getting more scent than I was getting out of the regular Jameson for sure. I'm a little bit disappointed by the smell on this one. It's almost paint thinnerish. Like, I don't know, maybe if that's just, I'm off on something, but we're all getting very different. I'm not enjoying 
Let me smile to your Glen Callacy. See, I'm... Alex and Kevin are drinking out of um, plastic handcrafted cups. plastic <laughs> beer pong cups from China, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm drinking out of a wax dipped uh, Maker's Mark Glen so Karen because so I am super pretentious. So this smells almost exactly like the regular Jameson to me. Really, with a little bit more depth, like there's a little bit more to it. But okay, I'll try this one too out of my plastic cup. I'm, I see. I'm getting something a little bit sweeter smelling out of the. I mean, there is a sweeter smell, but I smell more of an alcoholness, and I wonder again if that's because this is the original Jameson has been open for a while. I think it is I could because be I'm not really getting much, but I I believe that that's there, and that makes sense. This definitely has a little bit more heat to it. Like it's warm and. Have you tried it already? Have we yeah, I just past? tried it. Have we yeah, past? yeah. I'd, I I feel like I agree with you guys that there's a little bit more sweetness there, but not enough that I'd really put my finger on it. Mm. It I think would like it says pair very well with a stout, something very dark. I think it would stand out. Um, <laughs> just gonna drink, <laughs> have a pour of like James and Stout edition. Double fisted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so tasting it. Well, first. Color. It is a little bit darker than yeah. the regular Jameson, which makes sense. Given it's a how lot dark darker compared to the regular regular Jameson. Okay. I feel like yes, yeah. Um, go ahead, keep going. Taste. I'm getting. I'm actually getting a lot more sweetness out of this one. A lot more darker sweetness. Like you said, you smelled brown sugar. I'm yeah. tasting that a little bit in this. Yeah, um, which makes sense mm-hmm. because it's a stout would be a stout would be a lot darker, richer taste to it. Right, and you'd want something sweeter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm wondering if it's spent, if it's been actually aged longer than the regular Jameson. Like if maybe it's got an extra year or two under its belt. I don't know. Because I, it tastes, um, the regular Jameson tastes kind of young to me. I mean, which if it's only, if it's a three year minimum and they're yeah. standard Jameson, they're cranking that out. That's in any liquor store. In, I mean, think about how many bottles. Yeah. yeah they're probably in the world. Like they, that's probably definitely a, a three year to the day. But the cask mates, four years. Four, is it four years? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, probably. The cask mates is probably, well, maybe five, maybe six. I don't know. It's, I yeah. I'm disappointed that you told that you told me about the the caramel coloring because now I'm like, oh, the coloring says a lot, but like, well, I'm uh, sure that it doesn't. If if they color it, if Jameson colors their whiskey at all, I don't know that they do. I don't think the differences in color between this cast mates and the regular is because of that. I'm sure it's right. the stout barrel. I would agree 100% with that because it's not a richer caramely taste. It's just it's a darker look to almost it. Almost like dark chocolate almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I like it though. I mean, it. I like it more than the original. You're holding it next to your scotch. It's the same color. That makes but me mad. But it tastes a thousand times better. I do like the it. The Jameson? Better. Yeah. Then the scotch? Yeah. Yeah. This is a Glenlivet 18. It is just not. Like, we just don't like scotch. You guys are idiots. This is a $100 bottle of scotch. This is why it we tastes, have you on the show, though. It tastes way better. <laughs> All my scotch listeners out there. Let's put it next to my $100 bottle of bourbon, and then we'll see. Okay. And then we're just going to break the bottles and kill each other afterwards. Because we just spend so much time <laughs> on and off here talking about how cool it is that we can have different flavors and tastes <laughs> and be, be calm and... <laughs> And just be one big happy family of whiskey drinkers. So yeah, I like this a lot. Um, it's funny because I'm almost... So I've had Caskmates before, this this Stout Edition, at a bar. But now I'm wondering if that's not what I got served because it didn't taste anything like it. Or did I, you get the IPA? It wasn't out then. 
The uh, iPad was not. That's pretty new. That's like a 2018. Like what I had there was so bland and had so little flavor. It. I wonder, are they watering it down? I watched her pour it. They still could. Well, be I mean, they could it still if they throw five ounces of water in a. Yeah, maybe they did because like fifth. she poured a lot. She was. Yeah, it it had it had less flavor than the regular Jameson. It was it was neat. Yeah. Mm. But this this has a lot more flavor than the regular. I, I like would, this. I would definitely get this. I I opened this. Um, let's see. I got engaged the first weekend of December, so it was the first weekend of December when this was opened. Um, and there's about half a bottle left, so it's it's had some time to breathe. But I don't know that that would. Not I don't like, know that that would rob you of flavors. Not like my three year old Jameson that's been opened. I I don't think that t- I, to me that tastes a lot less harsh, and it tastes very. Uh, I think regular Jameson tastes kind of watered down to begin with. Yeah. So, it, especially in com- it's it's all forty proof. Both are forty. Eighty proof. Or eighty proof. Sorry, forty percent. Okay. Huh. So that ends our Jamesons. Yeah. I'm ha- I mean, I'm happy with it. I enjoy. I would get it. a bottle of that. I would get a bottle too. Because as much as I love bourbon, and I love bourbon, you do. Every now and again, I want something a little bit different. And the re- only thing different I have right now is that Scotch that I just don't like. The Oban. Uh-huh. I'll take. Thank the you so much for giving it to me. I'll take the Oban for, from you. All right, so let's go to the <laughs> original Irish whiskey. This is the bottle I'm most excited about trying tonight. Um, this is the Bushmill Single Malt Irish Whiskey. It's a ten year. Um, the last week and a half, I've done so much research on what whiskey to buy. Like Guy said, I should have probably gotten the Red Breast Twelve, but. Lots I just of recommendations couldn't, on I that. couldn't pull the trigger on a sixty dollar. It's tough when I didn't know if I was going to like. I mean, it would have been yeah. seventy bucks after tax and all that. And there's a lot of bourbons I would buy for seventy dollars. Yeah. Um, Brad has recommended this one multiple times to me. Um, a couple people brought it up in a couple forms that I've been following. So go ahead and give it a nice pop. You ready? Ooh, that was, that was that's good. good. That's good. So this, pass the cap around. Okay. So Take this it. one's interesting. So it's um, 100% malted barley. Um, Ten years, like Kevin said, and it's matured. So it's entire the entirety of that ten years, it's matured in bourbon season barrels. So Which I'm is ex- the other reason I got it. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna to lie. To see kind of an Irish blend with bourbon. They're they're not blended. I misspoke, but you know what I mean. You guys know. what Do I, I mean. know what you mean? The color is um, the color's interesting. Very light. It's, it's a coppery amber kind of color. It's very similar to the so Jameson Caskmates. Yeah. It's it's darker than the standard Jameson, though. Again, the standard Jameson's like, what, four years? So it's super light. You gotta do that in a glass. Don't do that in a plastic cup. Okay. This, bur- this bourbon. Oh my uh, gosh. Kevin. This whiskey. Narcissist. <laughs> I wonder if it's because it's it's darker because it's aged in bourbon barrels. I wonder too. See, now I'm going to be super cynical of all Irish whiskey I drink because Just I'm like, color. I'm not going to look at the color the same because they're allowed to add coloring to it. <sighs> Like bourbon is... and scotch are very much not allowed to add stuff to it. The well, Irish are it... just so freaking lazy. See, but most whiskeys, <laughs> most whiskeys, you can add stuff to it. We just talk about a very specific type of whiskey called bourbon, which is very regulated. So it seems like everything is regulated, but we're just kind of in a small niche of the market. Well, I mean, but the two, two of the three major groups of, or I guess two of the four major groups of whiskey which would be scotch and bourbon, 
are very regulated. I love the smell of this. Yeah, let me let me smell it. It's got oh, very uh, very, very earthy. <laughs> druid, it's druid, <laughs> it's druid. <laughs> it literally kind of smells like dirt. I don't think it's bad, but that's what oh, I'm yeah. getting out of it. I don't. You can definitely tell it's a single malt. Like I think yeah. that's what I smell. That malty barley taste to it. Like I love it. Like it's it's just so crisp. Hmm. Alex, you disagree? I'm just more wondering about the details of what single malt means and how that affects aroma, but I don't have the research to back any sort of argument I would make about that. So, And we're three pours into Irish whiskey, six pours into alcohol. I don't have time to do that research right now. So, <laughs> I, I don't think it smells that much different from the Jamesons we've had. Really? I think it's got a different smell. I, I would agree with Kevin. I think that the Jameson has almost a non-scent. The Caskmates has a sweeter scent, but it's very faint. And this, I really do get... I haven't sat down and like put barley in my nose and smelled it before, but I think this really earthy is the best way I can describe it. It smells very... I think that tenure. Yeah? Like, I feel like everything that we've had so far doesn't feel anything like a tenure, but this has age to it. It smells... I'm still getting that. I think that's the... um, It's the barley that's similar to scotch. It's like, it's almost peaty, but it's not peaty because there's no peat because it's it's not a scotch. But it's still, like you said, that earthiness. But I got that in all of them, and that's mostly what I'm getting here. Um, And that's why I say I find it very similar. While it is different, though, because it's got a more muted sweetness to it than the others did. It tastes like, if I'm comparing it to a bourbon, Woodford Reserve. Without, I can see that. Without the bourbon taste, like the corn taste and all that kind of stuff that Woodford has. But if I'm comparing this to a bourbon, it's Woodford. I think you're pretty spot on about that, actually. Is that not crazy? That's a very unique flavor. It doesn't taste like any of the Jamesons we've had tonight so far. The okay. finish is very different. But you know, like, I, but like, I really want to go spend, like, I really want to go buy a bottle of Red Breast now. Because I do, if, too. If the Red Breast is, people rave about this more than they rave about the Bushmill. And the Bushmill's good. And the Bushmill's, this is really good. Then for 20 more bucks. Maybe, maybe I'm the really, three of us, we can each chip in $25 and get a bottle of Red Breast. We all have decanters. I'll put some in, de- in a decanter. Why is it all of a sudden $75? Well, you got tax too. Yeah, it was like sixty nine dollars. Yeah, they're this is they're about so seventy bucks. Different. Like, I almost feel like I'm having a sip of Irish whiskey and then having a sip of bourbon. Like the start and finish of this sip is so drastically different. This is good. This is really good. I don't know how to describe the flavor. It's smooth. It's. I think I still am like after tasting it. It tastes earthy to me. It tastes like Woodford. It does. Maybe that's what I'm going to do. When we finish this whole show, I'm going to go pour some Woodford. I'll have to go get my bottle and pour this, and I'm going to do a side-by-side of the two of them. Still, every time, I've I've now had like four or five sips of it. The initial flavor is so different from the finish. Right. Like, the initial almost tastes like scotch. Almost. But the finish is so bourbon. It's so weird. I yeah. like this better than the Jameson. A yeah. whole lot better than the Jameson. Yeah. And I like the Jameson. Yeah. 
So if I'm giving my ranking for tonight, we'll start wrapping up tonight a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Bushmill Tenure, number one. The Jameson Castmates, number two. And then the original Jameson, number three. And then the scotch that you brought, 165,000th away from anything else. <laughs> okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with my Glenlivet 18-year, $100 bottle of scotch. Fake news. I am going to rank that number one because it's phenomenal. And Kevin is just like, has a bent against scotch. He's got a vendetta. I went in a very open mind to it. I think he was hit by a bottle of scotch when he was a child by someone. I don't My know. My dad listens to the show. He's going to be like, <laughs> what is wrong with you guys? I never hit Kevin with scotch. Anyways. Okay. So you're and, going with your scotch first. And then I would say number two is definitely the Bushmill. And, uh,. I like both the Jamesons, but I'm I'm gonna give number three to the uh, oh, what was the bourbon you gave me at the beginning? Elmer T. Lee. The Elmer T. Lee. Wow, it that... wasn't even in the ranking of Irish whiskeys. <laughs> oh, dude, that was really good. Irish whiskeys for sure. The Bushmill, then the Caskmates, then the Standard Jameson. Um, yeah. Honestly, I'm gonna say Caskmates first. Really? I liked it more. Really? I liked it more. I don't. This. The Bushmills, I I like it, but it reminds me more of Scotch than the other ones did. Yeah. I don't know what it is about it. That might be why I like it. Yeah, that's probably it. And that's so funny because I like it a lot too, and I, I hate Scotch. <laughs> it tastes a lot like a space side to me. It does. That's what it is. Because, again, I, I'm, I'm going to guess that since it's a 10 year, it's been aged a really long time. It's had more time for that barley to really ferment and for that flavor to come out. So that's probably what tastes more like a scotch to me. But then the finish with the bourbon makes it sweeter, which is kind of what I've described a space odd before. Yeah. Which is why I like it, I think, more because I like that bourbon taste, which is what reminds me of a Woodford Reserve. A little bit, yeah. Because it's very of the same style, those copper pot stills, that woodiness. that right. Woodford is sweet, but not like yeah. deep, dark sweet. It's got, you it's can lighter. taste the age on it. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like you can do that with the cast mates or the jameson yeah i, like I would the agree castmates more just i i think it's because i love stouts and just having that little bit of a finish there i just enjoy that more so i would say the castmates the bushmills and then the regular jameson now other irish whiskeys from jameson in the same family that we would recommend our listeners to go try is the black barrel oh my god the jameson the black, black barrel is phenomenal oh my goodness the jameson cooper's crows Oh, is, I want to try that. I've seen that. That's expensive, though, isn't it? it? It's it's like 50, 60 bucks a bottle. But, dude, it is very good. I think the Black Barrel is close enough to it that I don't know that it – I personally, I don't think it's a $20 difference. The Black Barrel, I think not – I think it blows both of these out of the water, the Castmates and the flagship Jameson. It's been a long time, but I remember <laughs> When we finished it. off that bottle. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was so good. Was it's still so good. Oh. All right, let's wrap this up tonight, boys. Um, I think Irish whiskey is fantastic. I think there's so many more out there we need to try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for sure. Can't wait for March next year. Yeah, we'll definitely try <laughs> some other stuff. Hopefully, we'll have a little bit more money. We can get a red breast. There you and, go. Yeah, or a yellow the- spot or a green spot. Or maybe one of our listeners wants to send us a bottle of something, one of their favorite picks, which brings well, us. To- we will not turn it down. No, we will not. <laughs> Which, yes, it does lead us into Picks of the Week. Alex, Pick of the Week. Um, So this week, we had a rare night. Well, it's not really rare in St. Louis where the temperature fluctuates like the stock market. 
It was freaking snowing this morning. It was snowing this morning, and it was in the <laughs> 70s on Thursday, which is when I thought, I'm going to grill some meat that I've got brining in the fridge. And I, I underestimated how much coal I would need, so in an attempt to get it cooking faster, I grabbed a handful of some chunks of hickory wood that I have in there just to have more in there. But it was raining. It decided to start raining as soon as I got started. So I had it covered. And the ironic thing is, when I put the lid on, it didn't ignite the wood, so it just smoked. So I basically quick smoked all the meat that I had on there, and it was it ended up being. What really did you good. smoke? What meat? Um, I had some chicken breast and some deer steaks, just mm. some venison, which I covered in salt and pepper and the hickory flavor. Like again, it was unintentional. I just right. wanted more fuel right. on there, but it added some really good flavor. So what if, cut of deer steak did you have? It, it was this. Um, all it said was steaks. I'm not sure which. Piece. Probably back straps. Probably. Yeah. Oh, it was a good thick piece. Probably like a good yep, white the, thick the, piece. The back straps mm-hmm. are really good. So yeah, I had to tenderize the hell out of that. Oh, <laughs> but, that would have been really good with a nice pour of Blanton's. Oh, I should try that. I've still oh. got some left over. God, that'd be. Amazing. I had some with <laughs> um, so my old Forester before I came here, actually, and that Damn. was pretty good. So my pick of the week is hickory chunks. You're grilling, just grab like two or three pieces. You don't need much. Put it at the edge of your coal bed. Close that lid. It's hickory is a strong flavor, so you don't need a lot and you don't need it for long to get it on there, but it just adds an extra little bit. That's it's real nice. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Guy, pick of the week. You know, my pick of the week is... Uh... If you say scotch, I'm bleeping this whole part out. <laughs> Dude, my, my pick of the week is definitely my Glenlivet 18. It's phenomenal. It's really good. He was specific, so that's fine. All right, fine. I won't bleep this part out. I can't just say scotch. I while I do always love scotch, it will always be my pick of the week. But the Glenlivet 18 specifically, um, last night I was able to do a very specific tasting with just just it. Hadn't had anything else before or after. Um, hadn't eaten anything recently, and it was. It was really, really good. Really good first, second, and third tastings. Good scent as soon as I opened it. Um, a really nice, smooth finish. Um, I think I think it had a smoother finish than Johnny Walker Blue, which is may ruffle some feathers because that's a people covet that beverage quite a bit. No one who listens to us though, because we don't care about scotch. Yeah. Two hundred fifty dollar bottle of blended scotch. <laughs> I mean, Johnny Walker Blue is up there. Um, I will say it is probably the second best bottle of scotch I've ever had. The first being Balvenie. the Balvenie Caribbean really cast. Mm. That's that that's a good really one, man. I would actually buy that bottle of scotch. It's I and too. I don't like scotch. I haven't I haven't depleted it very much because I just like I just want to hoard it. So it's that rum finish. So yeah, my pick of the week is definitely the Glenlivet eighteen year. It's a good it's a good good scotch. Mm. Thank you, Todd. Yeah. Thanks, Todd. Thank you, Todd. Um, so my pick of the week this week is the Urban Chestnut Urban Underdog. Um, oh, that's awesome! An American dude. Lager. Heck yeah! It's so good. I had one Friday night. Um, I went drinking with a couple of my uh, teammates from school. We had nachos. Like they were the best nachos I've ever had. Where'd you go? Uh, we went to Wildwood Pub and the Grill. Okay. Mm. Um. And so I had an Urban Underdog, and they had some nachos, and it was just so good. They put, like, a sweet and sour sauce on the nachos Ooh. with jalapenos, and I'm oh, hungry. so good. Oh, man. 
Um, so it was so good. But Urban Underdog, a fantastic bottle of beer. Um, it's actually in a can. I was going to ask, did you yeah. get it in a bottle? Yeah. I've only ever had no, it in a can. No, it's an old school pop top can, yeah, which is I, so cool. Mm-hmm. I love it. The waitress is like, do you want a, a glass for it? I was like, no, this is so cool. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. um, I would totally recommend you get it if you can find it. Um, it's a great beer. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I'm going to have to go get some before they stop producing it. Do Are they, they sell them? Do they sell them in six packs? Uh, they or sell them in four packs or well, something packs, weird. Probably. 18, I think, or something like that. Oh, and like whatever they make of it, part of it goes to like Perina to buy dog food for ah. dog oh, shelters and things so like cool. that. That's so cool. I love yeah, dogs. The only time I've had it, I was at um, um, Dewey's. Yeah. So wood-fired pizza. Oh, yeah. And I paired that with that. It was it was amazing. Really good with it. All right. So, guys, fantastic show this week. Guy, thanks for coming by. Absolutely. Anytime, Scotch guys. guys. Scotch guy, we appreciate it. Thanks for sharing your love of Scotch Indeed. and whiskey with us. Um. If you want to connect with us, you can always shoot us an email at hello at shopbeerbourbonbarbecue.com. That's bbq.com. We'd love to connect with you. If you've got an interesting interesting story that you want to tell, something fun about beer, bourbon, barbecue, um, we'd love to have you on the show. Uh, You can check out our website. It's www.shopbeerbourbonbarbecuebbq.com. Check out our awesome shirts. Check out our awesome... Uh, other shirts. Other shirts. I mean, we just got a lot of shirts <laughs> up there right now. Uh, but they're awesome. They're they are. amazing I love shirts. Them. They're so comfortable. They're so comfortable. Yeah, I love wearing them. And the design's so cool. Yeah. Your wife did a great job. She did. She did. Um, Alex, how can people connect with you? Right now on Instagram, at the.alex.experiment and see what I'm up to. If I'm not, you know, if I'm posting something. Lately, I've just been sleeping because having a two-month-old is a lot of work. Yes. Surprisingly. Yes. A lot of work. Wait till you get to having an eight-month-old. Oh, my gosh. So much work. And I'm sure someone's going to be like, well, wait till you get to having a two-year-old. Yeah, that's what people like to do. So one-up me on Instagram at the.alex.experiment. Guy, where can people find you? At Danger Guy with two R's. And that's it. Because you're extra dangerous. Extra dangerous. Extra. And I convinced people in high school that my middle name was Danger, and then I was from Germany. <laughs> <laughs> and they believed it for I've four years. That That's before. interesting. Um, That's great. Guy, anything new from the band? Um, the band, uh, which is Night Hike. Uh, we actually, yeah, there is some new stuff. We cool. just um, we just added a keyboard and uh, music director, a keyboard player. His name's Stuart Harrier. He's an Ableton genius. Uh, I do know Stuart Harrier, actually. Yeah, Stuart's a dude. We're really excited to have him. I think it's going to take the... I think it's the missing component. We're going to go to, into the studio um, hopefully in March with a- Matt Emelong, who has produced guys like Greek Fire and Hounds and um, some pretty cool. awesome local groups. So cool. we're really excited about it. Awesome. And I am Kevin. You can find me at beer underscore bourbon underscore barbecue. Um, I just whiskey, beer, bourbon, barbecue. All of it. Taco Bell, French fries. So hungry oh right my now. gosh. We're just hungry right now. Yeah. Uncle uh, Bill's. I have not actually done an Uncle Bill's post. I'll need to do that. But oh, let's we'll, we'll get into that. We got we'll get into another show. We'll get we're gonna do <laughs> best Bills. hangover Quit bringing food. good stuff to talk best about. Best hangover foods. That's a show coming up that we Les have in the plans. So um gentlemen, any last things you want to say before we sign off tonight? Lay Bills. Lay Bills. Say. 
All right. Well, we hope that you enjoyed our show. Um, check us out on iTunes, all those other sites as well. Find us there. We're there somewhere. You've already found us. So yeah, that's cool. hopefully. Um, subscribe to us. Leave us a review. And make sure you stay sauced on beer, bourbon, and barbecue. Thank you.